ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. David Gilrath from the three. 
I'm surprised you're not asking, is grammar it's good again? I think that's, I think that's a valid yeah, I'll question. get this first poll. Yeah, up. that'll be our two's poll. Is grammar it's good will be the, will be the hour two poll. I uh, want to hear from you. Jim Leonard uh, brings as much energy as anybody I remember seeing on the Badger sideline. Love to see him all amped up, except for the part where it doesn't lead to a victory. Uh, the Badgers fall 34-28 again the final. Uh, now 3-4 and four on the season with... Five games remaining. They need to go three and two to be bowl eligible. So that will also be a question we ask you. Do the Badgers make a bowl game this year? With five games remaining, they have to go three and two. I don't like calling week seven games must win, Smertsy, but this felt like a game that was kind of a must win for Bucky. Yeah, I I'll I'll settle you down. Okay. I'll settle you down a little bit. I think you should stick with the first part of that statement. Um, I don't think this was a must-win game, but if you look at the schedule, this is one that you wanted to win mm-hmm. to make the path a lot easier on the back end. I, I mean, I still think that the West is just kind of like a bunch of mediocre teams, and Purdue could roll in in here next week, and you can pull one out against them. So, I, you know, Nebraska, there's just a bunch there that's just not that great. Minnesota got thumped at home by Illinois yeah. today. So I, I don't want to get ahead of us too much, but if you're looking at just sort of the um, emotional state of this program, this would have been a really nice win to have going forward and just kind of continue that momentum of the the Jim Leonard era. Absolutely. Like, does that go down after this game now? The momentum of the Jim Leonard era? Uh, Yeah, to a point. I mean, obviously, when you get off to a 42-7 win in your opening opening game as as the interim head coach, that's very good. But then, uh, you know, you were in this one. You were never out of this one. But... It's still not ideal, a 34-28 loss in double overtime, especially the way it ended, right? Like, Braylon Allen doesn't fumble very often, and then that led to the ultimate demise. But the defense kind of fell apart there, it seemed like. They were just – they might have been gassed. They were on the field so much. But it was it was a rough ending there for that defensive crew. Yeah, no. Uh, this game, like I said, was just a really – good bad game bad good game I still don't know which way to put it but it just felt like Wisconsin was never necessarily dominant at all during the entire game and I think we all kind of thought they would be based on Michigan State coming into this losing four straight games like you said Wisconsin coming off such a hot game under this new exciting coach and then going into this game it just felt like meh Michigan State wanted it more I I don't know yeah I I felt like uh I mean, obviously, a great start for for Bucky today, scoring out of the gates. And then it was like they allowed to just get bogged down in this sort of garbage back-and-forth game. I know that a lot of the stuff that we love that we saw last week on offense in terms of play structure and you know calling of a drive, I felt like that disappeared a little bit in the middle quarters. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, some of that aggressiveness went away. Um, it, it just seemed like they got bogged down into Michigan State's style of, of, of game today. I just think, like, so much of this offense I kept watching thinking, is Paul Chris still on the sidelines? Because it didn't... Some of it. It didn't feel like last week by any means, did it? Like, just like what you were uh, just saying. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, Northwestern's horrible. <laughs> and I Michigan State, but, by no means, is a great football team. But they still but were... better de- than Northwestern. They still were deviating from the things that were making them successful last week. Like, they finally got into throwing it towards the end of the game. Yeah. Like, how come we didn't see that last touchdown to Lewis throughout the game? Yeah, last one in regulation. We had the yeah. DK touchdown in overtime. Yeah. But I get, I get you. I think it's a fair point, right? But Mertz, just, it's just the Graham Mertz roller coaster, right? It comes in waves. I know, and, and so here's, here's the question, because that was always the speculation 
for the last couple of years of like, how much does Paul just not trust Graham Mertz at all and just does not want to put the game in his hands and he'll lose 14 to seven rather than lose, you know, 42, 35 or something like that. And it almost felt like that again today after that just really boneheaded interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, like coming Do off that goal line stand, weeks, you're yeah. looking at it and you're like, dude, again, really? How, how is that possible? Yep. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Badgers fall in double overtime to Michigan State. We want to hear from you, 844-770-3776. That's the phone line. We'll get to some of your calls and text in a second. But i got to tell you, we are brought to you by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rockies. Cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packaged. For peak refreshment, when the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. How are you feeling, Badgers fans? I imagine the answer's not very good. Would love to hear from you. Get on the horn, 844-770-3776. If you're on the line, stay there. If you're calling in, stay there. We're getting to you next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful to, to perform like that. Pitiful. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. of you say Graham Mertz is the luckiest man in America. That seems about right. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown, Adam Mertz with you until 8.30 tonight as we continue to break down the Badgers' loss to Michigan State in double OT. Whoa. Let's go to the phone lines. The number for you, 844-770-3776. Want your thoughts. Want you to air your grievances. Want you to complain. And who knows? Maybe we'll call for somebody's job. We go to Fort Worth, Texas now. Scott in Fort Worth. You're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hey, Alex. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't call Mertz the luckiest guy in the world. Usually you associate luck with good things happening. But <laughs> he loses a lot. And so I don't know how that can be equated to luck. Um yeah, yeah, we got real bad Graham Mertz today. I'm ready to see the backup at this point because to your guys' point in your poll tonight, I don't know how many interceptions that Michigan State dropped today. It, it was just – I could not believe it. And I'm like, this game should be much more out of hand uh, – well, it wasn't out of hand, but it should be out of hand uh, thanks to Mertz. I don't know if the guy's colorblind or what. But uh, to another point, I was wondering – at the end of the third quarter, if Ingram had ever come back from halftime, maybe he wouldn't get a burger and a dog or something like that because it was some of the worst play calling I think I've ever seen. It was just patty cake, patty cake, patty cake, patty cake up the middle and then throw for two yards past the line of scrimmage on third down punt. Uh, and it was seemingly like that from the second quarter to almost that last drive in the fourth quarter. It was just mind-numbingly boring. Uh, it, it just reminded me of this Packer game I went to back in 2011, where nobody scored in the second half. It was, it was just awful. Wow. And I, ugh, it's, oh. Ah, is right. Oh, is right. I, I, my, I, my IQ is lower because of watching. This. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm with you, Scott. Appreciate the phone call as always, my friend. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The guy brings it every week. I don't know if Ingram didn't come back out for the second half. He was getting a dog. 
They got good dogs in East Lansing. I don't know, man. There was a lot to unpack in that. I love that. There were three or four where I was like, oh, oh, good one. A lot of singers from Scott All right, tonight. all right. Let's just break it down. Number one, uh, who's the backup? Miles Burkett? Yeah. yeah. He's not ready. No. Not Deacon Hill anymore. That's true. Yeah. And Chase Wolf's hurt. So it's Miles Burkett. Uh, I don't think he's ready. I would like to see Miles Burkett in three years or two years, you know, but... Uh, yeah, Graham Mertz, rough one today after a good game last week um, where he throws five touchdowns. What are you pointing out? No, because I just remembered because there was so many in quick succession there. The colorblind theory. Oh, yeah. that, my, I've not heard that one tested before. I, I Yeah, I don't think he's colorblind. Okay. I think we'd know that by now. I, right? I would that, think so. Yeah, that's, that's like an incredible story that'd be highlighted by Jim Polzine <laughs> in the State <laughs> Journal already, right? And speaking of Jim Polzine, I got to say, I'm glad we have these high-tech you know, like phone lines where we have, we, we have 12 lines open and you can get in at 844-770-3776. We've got an online text chain where you can send a million text messages a minute. Jim Polzine put out 10 minutes ago on Twitter, Badgers fans, what are your thoughts? That's all he said. Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal. He has 150 responses. Can you imagine Yikes. his phone just going off in 10 minutes? I mean, that's, that's a response every five seconds. He's got to have notifications turned off. He's got to. Oh, for sure. That would drive you nuts. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, so rough one today. Uh, Okay, so Graham Mertz. Let's just start there. Yeah. Why why is he so rocky? Why can't he stack good games? Because he has struggled with that his entire career. He has never been able to stack good games. And, like, I I think I was endearingly like, yeah, I want Graham Mertz to succeed early in the season. I was like, yeah, he he stacked good games against Illinois State and Washington State. (laughs) But he really did it. You know, they weren't that good. Um, he's just struggled to stack good performances. I don't get it. I don't know why. Like, he's so hard to figure out. I think I said coming into this game that in order to prove to me that he was a good quarterback, he needed to have confidence and he needed to be consistent. I don't know if he had either one of those two things today. Like, was there confidence? There was confidence in those insane throws that he was throwing that he shouldn't have been making i think like the one when nobody was within 20 yards i mean what was that that was in overtime that's one you're referring to yeah Yeah, i have no idea when there's two guys that's exactly why he might be colorblind according to scott but uh he just drives me crazy because i think that now that i don't know if i should say this or not but i just think he might think that he's better than he is right like i think he overestimates the type of player that he is and the talent that he has. He's not awful. I, like you said, I don't want the backup quarterback in at this point, but he's not not very good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I like where you're headed on this, Molly. I've thought about it before. It's like um, it struck me in the Penn State game last year, and then it keeps coming back again for me. I sort of wrote off his freshman year, you know, his like the 2020 right, his first season. Game. Uh, because they were in a rough spot. He had no one to throw to. Like, the season was just weird. After that Illinois game, things just kind of fell apart. I thought way too much was put on his shoulders. Um, couldn't run the ball. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff going on. When he came out last year in that Penn State game, it just didn't look like he was detail-oriented. You know, ha- missing handoff placement inside the 10-yard line. Um, not seeing guys at the goal line. I think that you're right. Like, it, if this goes back to me to, like, the, the old axiom that I heard a long time ago about what separates a double-A baseball player from a major league baseball player, it's not the stupendous plays that they make. It's that they're there consistently mm. every play, 
day in, day out, they make those plays. And I don't see him do that. Um, he's obviously got the physical talent to do it. But, man, it's like he's not glued in a lot of the time on this. And so he's even from play to play. Look at, you know, in overtime, he throws that great touchdown pass to DK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right after the, the lob to no one. Yep. I don't and then overthrowing the Braylon Allen in the in the on a screen pass or a little dump off, and and it's like you don't know what's going to happen from play to play with no. him. It's like Nuke Lelouch, man, out there. <laughs> Scott in Fort Worth isn't done. He chimes in on the text line. Alex Merch should get an NIL deal with Lens Crafters. <laughs> wow. Yikes. I mean, it's not a bad idea financially. Not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, right. No, right. it's a good idea. But like you're uh. saying, he does look like he's two different quarterbacks and not even between two different games on two separate downs. Like, exactly. Oh, uh, hold what you're on. Saying. Time out. This Can we go- look at the TV? It's Graham Mertz in a Pepsi commercial. NIL deals. We need a Lens Crafters one. Anyway, sorry, Molly. Continue. That's it. Just he, he, he he's not consistent between games. He's not consistent between drives. He's not consistent between downs, and that is what's so frustrating about Graham Mertz. <sighs> Exhale. It's ESPN <laughs> Wisconsin College Therapy. We have reverted back to a program uh, where it was after the Illinois loss. Just I don't think Jim Leonard's getting fired tomorrow. If I had to make a make a guess, I will say I'm impressed with him. Uh, you noticed something during that game. Jim Leonard, he puts his microphone up when the team's on offense. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's a defensive coach, but uh, that does surprise me, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, no. Does he have no input on offense at all? I mean, I, again, I know he's not an offensive guy. All of his coaching experiences here at Wisconsin, all on the defensive side of the ball. I get it. But as the head coach, shouldn't you at least, I mean, be ready to say something? I, that, I, I don't know. That was my thought, and I said that, and you kind of were like, well, he's a defensive guy. Right, but now that I've thought about have... it more, I've changed my tune. Yeah. It's odd that he didn't have his microphone down. It was up the whole, like, whenever the team was on offense. And I just thought, like you're saying, as a head coach, don't you think that you would want to be able to chime in whenever you can? Or maybe he just knows his place, and maybe that's a respectable place to be in, that he knows, hey, I'm not an offensive-minded guy, but as soon as the defense comes on, that microphone's coming down? I don't know. It's it's a really good question. I mean, my thought on it would be like where you where you both are going of like, hey, this is this is Bobby's offense, and everyone's auditioning right now, and let's let him make those play calling decisions. I'm thinking, you know, in a matter of like, are we going for it on fourth and one, two, three, four? You know, that's when I'd get mm-hmm. want to get involved more at the strategy level than than picking apart individual play calls. It's the most disappointing part from today's game. 844-770-3776. Matt and Madison on the text line. Do you guys feel like the talent isn't there? A whole group of high three- and four-star recruits these past couple of years. Thoughts on the development of them, the coaching staff, or is it just bad recruiting? That's Matt and Madison, Mertz. Your response to Matt. I I mean, for one thing, before you get into the talent gap, they're thin. I feel like they're thin. Um, Offensively, for sure. You look at tight end position now. Um, wide receiver is the one place where they have some guys where I'm kind of, I'm interested in um, running back uh, thin yeah, quarterback today, thin yep, yep. like it just it's a little worrisome that way to me but um, I look at like athleticism I was thinking back to that Ohio State game I feel like it's not like the old days when I worried about speed when I worried about physical ability it's that these guys are just they feel really green to me. Um, just in terms of where their positions are, their responsibilities on the field. I, don't, I guess I don't see them getting beat like horribly a lot of the times, even against Ohio State. So I feel better about it in that respect. But it's like technique-wise, 
um, philosophy wise that they're not they're just not where they should be right now in terms of responsibility well, football. What's the right word? Like patchy? Is that the right word? Um, you know, spotty. I mean, the offense and defense both have had kind of weird roller coastery inconsistent moments throughout the year and the injuries is to your point Mertz you know no relation to Graham Mertz by the way but um, <laughs> not today last week I was last, last week I was related. last week he was your illegitimate yeah. nephew yeah. right um, yeah I just it feels like it's so inconsistent and, and to your point the injuries don't help and there was a heck of a ton of them today on the injury report which we went through in the pregame show but I I just don't know that that's an excuse. I just don't, right? To to Matt's point, these recruiting classes, at least according to stars, but whatever stock you want into into that, they've been good. They've been good, but they that hasn't proven true, right? And then you see a five-star guy like Logan Brown get dismissed from the program this week. So it's been inconsistent. It's been confusing. It's been annoying. It's been frustrating. Share your frustrations with us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 844 3776, I'll tell you what's never frustrating, and that's Liberty Station, American Tavern, and Smokehouse. And that's not just a barbecue restaurant. They've got fish fry, walleye, and vegetarian options, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats daily with a 1,000-gallon custom smoker, giving you the freshest experience possible. Enjoy happy hour with daily discounts on both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft taps and multiple TVs to watch the big game. They've got a sprawling patio with an indoor and an outdoor porch area, too. Be sure to mention... Cheers to Bucky to receive 15% off food. That is cheers to Bucky at Liberty Station off the Beltline on Rim Rock Road. Ah, we'll continue to discuss this next at TSPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Ball scoreboard update driven by Metro Ford of Madison. Madison, I'm Hunter Vaughn. We'll start out in East, East Lansing. It was disappointing for the Badgers. 34-28 to in double overtime. The Badgers fall to Sparty. Also in the Big Ten, Michigan, 41. Penn State, 17. Penn State was ranked number 10 in the country. While the Wolverines were sitting at 5, they'll probably move up now with Alabama falling earlier this afternoon. Illinois got a home win, 26-14 over Minnesota. And then Maryland, actually a Big Ten team that can win on the road. They beat Indiana 38-33. And as I mentioned, Alabama falls to Tennessee, 52-49. The sixth-ranked Volunteers take down the Crimson Tide. Also in the top 25, number 13, TCU, one at home over number eight Oklahoma State, 43 to 40. In the SEC, Auburn fell on the road to number nine Old Miss, 48 to 34. And number 15 NC State, they fell to number 18 Syracuse, 24 to 9. We'll send it back to the crew for more reaction. Metro Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. into the brain of Molly Brown here in a second. Uh, but first, Ryan and Madison on the text line, the private text line. I let uh, The biggest letdown from today's game, I let the Badgers loss distract me from an all-time classic between Tennessee and Alabama. Tennessee walks it off on a field goal, win 48-45. to uh, So they storm the field in Knoxville. 
tore down the goalpost. There was an old man they show out on TV sitting on the goalpost as it is being crowd surfed across the field, smoking a cigar. Incredible. Incredible scene in, in Tennessee. I just wish I could be that happy as a college football fan. Uh, not when Graham Mertz is your quarterback. Hunter Vaughn running the show for us. I'm Alex Strofe, Molly Brown, Adam Mertz with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Hey, big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger. Starting pay at Stoughton Trailers is now dollars per hour. Hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities for open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers. Big opportunities. I uh, I want to dive into the brain of Molly Brown a little bit. Why? Uh, what did you just <laughs> tell us in the break? Give me the sentence you just told us. Well, so there's the USC-Utah game oh, going slow down, on. Slow down. Just, I just need the overall sentiment of that statement. Okay. I said there's Real Housewives connections all over sports because <laughs> there is a coach for Utah the cornerbacks coach, Coach Shaw, who is married to this woman named Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and she is currently in the process of potentially going to prison for scamming <laughs> old people out of money, and I'm not kidding. So there are connections to sports everywhere, people. You just got to keep your eye open. <laughs> um, all right, give me another one. I can't remember what the other one was that I told you before. Now that bothers me. No, oh, all right. Well, but I did definitely just have another Real Housewives connection about 15 minutes ago. Oh, you're unbelievable. <laughs> it's ESPN Wisconsin College Housewives. I mean, College Game Day. Uh, Adam Adam Ertz. Um, it's uh, this is a wacky one, right? Like we, we were talking about it when it went to overtime. I don't remember the last overtime game the Badgers played in. It's been quite some time. Um, but falling in this one just hurt. They win the coin toss, and Michigan State throws that in- unbelievable touchdown on the very first play of overtime. Badgers respond after getting lucky. That Cranmer's first pass wasn't intercepted. Then he finds DK for 25 yards. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Braylon Allen fumbles, and Michigan State responds and wins the game. So it was, it was a wacky game. It was uh, when you got here about the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. You kind of said, oh, this one's putting me to sleep. Yeah. I, I needed to get over here. It's bogging me down a little bit. It's, it was one of those games, man. It was one of those games. Things got spicy after that, I will say. I mean, yeah, like, that, was, that was actually a, a pretty interesting fourth quarter of football. And all that stuff that you mentioned didn't even get to the, that really uh, botched sequence there by Michigan State at the end of regulation with a very either interesting approach to go for it on third down with no timeouts or to throw behind the line of scrimmage in that situation and put your uh, field goal unit in a tough spot running onto the field and trying to get set. I mean, this thing could have been easily been over in, in regulation. Um, yeah, you know, we were talking before about the stakes of this game and does it impact the Jim Leonard hiring decision? No, and not like we thought this was going to happen anyway, but it does put a stake in the hopes of winning the Big Ten West. You know, that, that storyline about, you know, Jim Leonard leading them back after this really difficult start and, you know, merging as champions, a fairy tale story, that's done. So now, now what are you playing for at this point? You're playing just for next year. You're playing for next year at this point. Really? Well, I mean, it's, you're playing for a, a lousy bowl game. You're not going to win the West. So to me, everything else after that is just playing for next year. Some breaking news. We have an official statement from the Twitter account. Graham Mertz is good. Efforting to get the owner of the account on the show because I need I need a long form answer. But the official statement on Twitter at Mertz is good. Announced to me 
can't believe I'm about to read, read this on the radio. <laughs> Both touchdown passes came with less than two minutes left in regulation. So the dude shows up when it matters most. And then in parentheses, ignore Ohio State. And then another parenthesis, and Illinois. Close parentheses. That's the statement from the Twitter account. Mertz is good. Hunter, I was impressed you uh, you wrote that while you were producing the show. Well done. It's not me. <laughs> Hunter's great. Mertz good. Before tonight, I would have absolutely said yes. How do you say I, absolutely, number one? I'm going to cut you off right there. How do you say he's absolutely good before today? Okay, if you're rating, Defend. let's say we go like a five-point scale. Good is like a three out of five for me because then there's above average and then there's great Bryce Young CJ Stroud they're great Graham Mertz is just good he was average uh, average a C yeah he was is a, a C, C good he good is a a C three? good it, he's average he's good and I tried I to defend think those him. things are the same I've tried to for two years okay I can't do it anymore <gasps> I'm done I am absolutely done I am so tired of him he nearly lost this team the game. Like, great, congratulations. He scored touchdowns late in the game. He also threw the ball when there was nobody within 30 <laughs> yards of, a, of a, the ball and got lucky that the safety's an idiot and doesn't know how to play the ball in the air. Like, I'm done with Graham Mertz. Can we, like, fire the breaking news sounder again? Wow. Yeah, is, that's big. This is Hunter. insane. <laughs> it's so bad. Now this is some breaking news. You're going to take off that Graham Mertz jersey that you're wearing yeah, right now. Yeah, we, 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 we burning that tonight? Yeah, where's <laughs> I might have to burn it. I just, I can't anymore. I can't do it with him. I've tried defending him. It's just exhausting. Oh, wow. I need to find I did a not re- see this coming. I got to no. be honest with you. After last week, I wish we had the audio. Hunter was dancing on people's graves <laughs> last week. It's like, I've been telling you all along. Graham Mertz is the greatest quarterback in the country. How many touchdowns did he say he was going to have today? Four going into the Four. half that. It too. Yeah, with an additional quarter. <laughs> yeah, and he also gave them two touchdowns basically because he's just not good he is below average he's down to a two out of five we gotta find like the footage of that throw that he had in overtime where it was just to the two defensive guys for michigan state because they did not show like the full like pan over where all the players were because i'm so curious where was the wisconsin receivers on that play okay like did they mess up? Was it actually just his fault? Whose fault was it on that one? I don't know. So there's that one, but then there's the other one earlier where he threw it right to the linebacker um, on that little ten yarder uh, downfield, and yeah. that was right at him too. That was another. That was another drop. Yep, uh, rough one today for Mercy after a five touchdown performance last week. He finishes today. Ready for this line? It's uh, it's pretty darn good if I do say so myself. Fourteen of twenty five. 131 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Don't act like you're not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm going to act like that, Will Ferrell. I am not impressed. Ron Burgundy. TSPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Winners, unlike Wisconsin tonight, go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, home of the smoke-free slots and the highest payout percentage in the area. My favorite part about Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison isn't the fact that the biggest win this year is $888,000, as good as that is. My favorite part is they're open all weekend long. They open Friday morning, don't close again until 2 a.m. Monday morning. So if you got to go have a Coors Light, you know, unwind from a tough game today, you can go win some money at Ho-Chunk 
Gaming Madison. We continue to react. Oh, boy. Hunt, are we ready for tweets of the game after this? Are, are you good to go on that? Yeah, I can. It's going to be a long list of them, but I'll try to narrow it down to like four, maybe. Uh, okay, we'll do that next. We'll read some tweets of the game. Uh, we'll see what the trolls are saying after Wisconsin falls to Michigan State this afternoon. Again, your final score, 34-28 Michigan State over Wisconsin. Now 3-4 and four on the year, 1-3 and three in conference play. Tweets of the game next at TSPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. and save the planet it's simple ditch your energy bill and make the switch over to everlight solar electricity prices like a lot of things just keep horizon and everlight solar will give you the chance to take ownership of your power while also reducing your carbon footprint as a local company based out of madison they will be there with you every step of the way as you make the switch to solar to learn more about how you can save money and save the planet visit the website everlightsolar.com Calm. Badgers fall up to Michigan State, now 3-4 and four on the season. It's a double overtime loss. The Badgers' first overtime game since December 19th of 2020 uh, when they beat Minnesota in overtime in the uh, season finale in the 2020 season. Um, yeah, not ideal. Not ideal at all. As uh, It looked like a game the Badgers kind of had control of. They were up 14-7 going into the half. Uh, they respond in the fourth quarter to bring it to overtime. Uh, they get the touchdown in response to Michigan State's in overtime, and then Braylon Allen fumbles. Um, and Braylon Allen had a really nice day. They used the crap out of him. 29 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Braylon Allen becomes the fifth quickest running back in Badgers history to reach 2,000 career rushing yards. Malik Strofe alongside Adam Mertz and Molly Brown. Hunter Vaughn running the show for us. It is time to get into the tweets of the game. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Yeah, it is time to get into the tweets of the game. We have Hunter Vaughn monitor Twitter throughout the game. He picks a few that either got under his skin or he agrees with or whatever. Essentially, all we do is give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down. The tweets, not Hunter. We always give Hunter a thumbs up. But do tweets, you, though? No, not a chance. Uh, <laughs> just trying to be nice. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. What's number one? Well, the first one comes with some sound effects. Oh. The Wisconsin Badgers football program. Woof. That's it. From Chris Woodard. <laughs> hmm. True? Do we say true, false? Like, what do we do? I'll say true. I mean, yeah, <laughs> thumbs up. I agree. It Hard is to argue. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, was that a four-word tweet that made it into the tweets of the game? Five? Oh, let me do some counting. One, two, three, four, five. It was six with the sound effect being a word. Oh, so. I guess so. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very uh, intellectual tweet there from Chris. Nice job, Chris. All right, what's next? Uh, up next, we've got, it's currently October 15th, 2022. The Wisconsin Badgers just lost to a painfully mid-MSU team in mid. overtime after he's only 17, fumbled. I am calling it here. We're spending our Christmas in Detroit in the Motor City Bowl. <laughs> At this point, they'd be lucky if they get to a Yeah, yeah I'm with that's, that's, that's a, I mean... That's where I was leaning. Right, they got to go three and two, um, and we'll get into the schedule maybe next. But 
I, I don't think that's. I think it's a thumbs down. I I, I disagree, and you. I, I just don't like taking shots at Braylon Allen because you're not in this game without Braylon Allen. Um, he had several big carries in the first half. Had the two touchdowns in the first half. Braylon Allen's the reason you were even in overtime. So yes, it was a crucial fumble. It was a bad mistake, but I I don't like dunking on Braylon Allen, the 18 year old. Get it right. <laughs> That's all we got on that. <laughs> that fumble does deserve to get dunked on, though. You can't even deny does it. Does it? That was an awful fumble. Yeah, you, obviously it's not ideal. Any turnover in overtime is bad. But. That didn't lose them the game. There was a lot of reasons dude, they lost third that game. and 12, yes. and they allowed them to throw a 30-yard touchdown over the top. What's With the no one, safety. What, what's the one yeah, thing no you can't do on third down? Don't get beat over the top. Make them try a 45-yard field goal that they'll miss, and you go to triple overtime. You can't get beat over the top. That's the most frustrating part about this overtime to me. You can't get beat over the top, and that's exactly – it's third and 12. Don't let them get 12 yards, and you don't lose that game. Sorry, what's next? You were turning as red as your – Well, it's just – come on, right? Like, what the hell are we doing? It's third and 12. Make a stop. You're supposed to be like the top defense in the country, and you let these scrubs beat you over the top on third and 12. It's third and 12. <laughs> they most definitely are not one of the top defense in the country. They're, I know they're not, but they're supposed to be, right? They have That's the best what makes Wisconsin football so great. <laughs> They've got these great defense, and it's offense that can run all over you. I wish we were streaming this right you now. You can't let them beat you over the top. You just can't. There was nobody there. And he interfered with it. He caught them both. It was an amazing catch. It was a great catch, by all means. But you not only did you let them beat you over the top, you interfered. It's third and 12. What the hell are we doing? All right. I need to get that off my chest. Thank you. Can we Where's do the Tylenol? <laughs> oh, Can I do God. one more tweet? Yeah, thank or are you going to start yelling at me again? Is it about the defense? Because if it is, I, I might. Uh, not quite, but I think you'll get where it's going. Uh, this one from Joe. This Wisconsin-Michigan State game should be on Thursday night football. Yeah, they scored more touchdowns in Thursday <laughs> yeah, night right. football. There's too many touchdowns in this game. That. Too many touchdowns in this game. First half for sure, though. It was, it was, a, it was, it was bogged down. It was tough. Um, but no, I, I'll thumbs down that. I, I love Saturdays. But uh, Mercy, just take it over, man. I, I need a moment. <laughs> there was a lot of frustration coming out there in you. Strofer, and Strofer, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand the frustration. I mean, you're just this is where you're at as a program, where it's just like you know you needed something good to happen today, and it did, it did not, and it happened like semi predictably. It was pretty frustrating. <sighs> <sighs> I'm sweaty. We can tell. Oh man, Ooh, I'm all right. I'm all right. No. Do you need some Tylenol? Like, no, I'm okay. okay. I don't okay. have a headache right now. It's just like. How's your blood pressure? It's high. It, like you can, I can feel it. I just need to like breathe a little bit. Um, it's accumulation but, of like. But you, frustra- under, you understand my frustration though, right? Like I'm not yeah. insane for this. What? Like it's just crazy. Like I, I said it out loud. I said yeah. it at the top of the show. We're sitting here watching third and twelve or whatever the hell it was, and I said out loud, "Do not, you just can't let them be? They're going to throw the ball, right? Because we were looking at some of the stats. Yeah. Like their kicking game has not been good. They were playing against the wind. Like they were going to make a forty-five yard field goal." And if you just stop them or have them throw an incomplete, even if it's just a quick check down, right? They gain six yards. It's still a 39-yard field goal. It's not a gimme in college football. And Peyton Thorne 
throws a great ball. To, I mean, to his credit, and whoever caught it, I don't remember who it was. Jane Reed. Yeah, Reed. Um, made a great read on it, made a great catch, and he was interfered with. So not only do you make one mistake by letting him catch the ball, he interfered with him. They didn't call it because he caught it. But, you know, I mean, it's just like we, we, we hype up this defense. I know they're not the defenses of years past, right? There's, make no mistake about it. But in, in a crucial, crucial moment like that, and I, I don't even want to. I can't blame Jim Leonard for the lack of play there, right? Like, I, I don't know why there was only one safety set up wide. He was at the first down marker, whatever it was, the ten yard line. I I just didn't get that play defensively, and everything you shouldn't have allowed to happen in that final play happened, and then some. Like it was, it's just so frustrating to me. It was also an accumulation during the game. I feel like they stopped them so many, or they were close to stopping them so many times on third down, and then it's like they got pass interference calls. Yeah. That were just stupid decisions. There's a lot of penalties in this game. There was a lot. It seemed like on literally every single snap that there was a penalty. Yeah. I don't know how many there was in the full game. That'd be kind of an interesting uh, stat to pull up. Uh, nine for 102 for Michigan State, eight for 72. So yeah. whatever, nine plus eight is 17. Seems like a lot more than that, I'll tell that was, you, though. That was a very, very... Uh, very ugly game from that perspective, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, that's right. been a problem all year. But, just to, yeah. just to follow up on what you said before, if there's one thing that I'm going to sit here and gripe about in terms of this this team is the secondary play. I mean, that's that's just such a weak spot. And to your point about that final play, why do you have Ricardo Holman who's just been abused yeah. throughout this game? And I don't you singling him out because everyone watched the game and saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's alone against uh, the one legitimate threat. You know that Michigan State has in that situation. No safety help. Uh, they try to sell out and go for the blitz, and it doesn't get home. And he's left on an island to defend that. Yeah, I mean I, it doesn't make much sense him. to me. They picked on him. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and there's just no help there. No right? help. And, and that's what's so. It's just mind-boggling. Right? Like you know what they're going to do here. Yeah. Like you know what's coming. Yeah. And they let it happen. And obviously it doesn't help. But I'm I'm not here to make excuses. Cedric Dort was out today. Doesn't help. Doesn't help, right? And Hunter Waller's been out the last few weeks. Doesn't help. But you still, that's like the one play. You knew what was coming. Yeah. You knew what was coming. That's why it's so frustrating me. Go ahead, Hunter. But this is Jim Leonard's defense. This is what it's always been. You're going to put your corners on an island, and they've got to figure it out. Because he played in, with the Jets. He started coaching with Rex Ryan, and that's the Rex Ryan, Buddy Ryan, tree of defense. Your corners are on an island no matter what. So you have to figure it out. So I know it's frustrating to you know call out Ricardo Hallman and all of that, but two years from now, these are the type of plays and the situations that are going to make him potentially one of the best corners in the Big Ten because well, he's got to ahead figure of ourselves. it out. Let's no, but it's, ahead of he's got to develop. He's got to figure it out. I know it's frustrating, and I know we. it's easy to say, okay, let's put go cover two with two safeties over the top on each side. But then the tight end who got a 75-yard reception in the game, he's running free up the middle because we don't have a safety in the middle. So no matter what was going to happen, these coaches are smart enough at Michigan State, they would have figured out a way to beat whatever defense Wisconsin was going to have. Because unfortunately, I think Michigan State has better offensive players than, than Wisconsin does on defense. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Uh, we're we're going to take a commercial break just so I can calm down. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little fired up. Did I actually get that red? I get red? Oh, yeah. You're you were as red, red as head. your headphones. Yep. Oh, well, exactly what I was going to say. That sounds healthy. Um, well, yeah. Wisconsin football. Very stressful. 
So uh, also stressful is planning any event and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the biz. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. we got to do this thing for another hour? Oh, man. All right, we'll do it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.